0: jacked and canned ladies and gentlemen welcome to the football podcast of jacked and canned this is the section where we're going to go over last week's picks this week's picks where we stand for the season and my power rankings now we also feel that we have to mention that we are in take four or maybe even five of this because zencaster which is what we use to record the podcast kind of decided to hit us with a real sour note where they gave us an update, which was, you know, it seemed great. There's video. There's all sorts of cool stuff. Problem is, is it lags. Me and John are seeing each other talk, but not hearing each other at the same speed. Everything was just off and it just wasn't coming through. Right. There was one time there where it just gave us a full blown error message. So the whole thing's just gone to hell. So we. Luckily, John, go ahead and describe your techno mechanics. Yeah, getting us back.
1: Yeah, basically, uh, you know, we we had an old link kicking around from uh, a previous episode. We were able to click on that and relaunch it back. So it's the old school screen of ZenCaster. I appreciate it, and I missed it. Um, just like how I appreciate Fitzmagic and Minshew and. You know, Colbs, I had to get you big Preston. Um, you know, uh, Julian Edelman, you know, he's he might be old, right? It's just like the Zencaster. This might be the old version of Zencaster. Julian Edelman might be getting older, but older is still better. Colbs, 17 fantasy points. I'm just going to leave it at that. Anyways, go into your power rankings. That's all I got to say. I'm take a sip of wine. Yep. Uh, sounds
0: good to me. I just did want to <laughs> point out. <laughs> I did want to point out that it was funny to me that you said that you missed it. I mean, it was literally gone, John, for about, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes, a minute, and, a minute and 45 seconds recording time wise. Yes, it was about a minute 45 because we tried so many times and 30 seconds in, we realized it was not working. So, yes, let's start it off. We're going to begin with the power rankings and Mine are not going to be the same as what ESPN and the NFL app give you. It's going to be a little bit different because in all seriousness, I still haven't looked at what they have up there. So actually, you know what? It might be entirely the same, but we're going to go through what Colb's has as currently what would be ranked as the top 10 teams
1: in the NFL. We're going to do this every week. And I'm going to be, of course, kicking in and giving my takes on the Kolbs and, and and letting you guys know what the actual power rankings are (laughs) so at number 10 here
0: we have the Tennessee Titans they haven't done anything spectacular but they have been a solid team they did make it to the AFC um, not that cop no they did they made it to the conference championship last year so they are a team that has proven that they are a force to reckon with and they've had a Solid start to the season. I'm not going to say that they look great, but they look better than a lot of the teams that I had in the top ten previously. And I can't keep putting teams that are now zero and two into this top ten. So at number ten, we got the Tennessee Titans. Number nine, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh, look. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think this year we- uh, is going to wear well on Ben. That was a lot of W words. I wasn't ready for that one, but. Ben is somebody that I think is going to break down over the course of this year. I don't think the Pittsburgh's going to be a top 10 team when it comes down to it at the end of the season. But currently, they are playing a top 10 level. The run game is hit and miss. The defense is solid. The roster, all in all, pretty good. The coaching, very good. And currently, they do deserve this number nine spot. At number eight, we got the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if you noticed, John. Josh Allen all of a sudden just looks like a monster out there. He looks like a franchise quarterback. And this is the first year that I would even think that that might be something I could call him. Because honestly, I just kind of thought of him as the guy running with a really good roster that kind of has that it factor. He didn't have any of the qualities, but he had the it factor. Now it looks like some of those qualities are beginning to develop outside of just the arm strength which we knew we had coming out of college guy can throw it like 80 yards and and no problem but he struggled with accuracy and decision making that seems to be improving last week was a pretty good example that's probably the best game that josh allen's ever played in the
1: nfl dude with that said man in my predictions you know we're talking about josh allen i'm gonna say watch out for josh rosen and not this year in a couple of years, there you go. There's my power ranking prediction, anyhow. It, no, you up. know,
0: I still have hope for him. I feel bad for the kid. He I feel like he never got given a chance, but clearly he would have been given a chance if he was thought that he was as good as any of the guys that he's been replaced by.
1: Is is his career done from the way that they zoomed into him in the stands by himself, goals Like when they just zoomed in on the camera and just showed poor Josh Rosen. He will be a
0: career backup now. We will see how long that goes, but I don't think he gets a real opportunity to prove that he's a starter again. He will get an opportunity in that he will step in at some point for an injured quarterback, but it's I don't think he's going anywhere. But the Buffalo Bills have a beautiful defense. They deserve to be ahead of the Steelers and the Titans. Number seven, we got the Los Angeles Rams. And honestly, I feel like I ranked them low here. They have looked great so far. Granted, they haven't played the stiffest of competition, but they have looked phenomenal. I'm really excited to see. Well, you know what? I should say the opposite. I'm not excited to see what's going on with them because I have to play them twice this year, and I don't want them to be a problem for me but the Los Angeles Rams look phenomenal right now. They don't look like they're missing Todd Gurley much, which I really thought I thought last year was a good indication of what this year would be. It would be a pretty good roster with some real star talent and no running game nine and seven team. That's what I thought I was going to see. This team looks like it's going to be a real force. Los Angeles Rams at number 7. At number 6, we got the San Francisco 49ers. They are 1 and 1. They did lose in week one to Arizona, but got to keep in mind, it's the Niners. They got everything they need. They're coming off a Super Bowl loss. Until something shows me that they're not this good, they got to be up here, and nothing has shown me that yet. They lost to a team they struggled with twice last year that was a 5-10-1 team. I'm not worried about what the Niners are going to be able to do this year.
1: Before you continue on with your list, The other team that you mentioned in there, I'm honestly so curious to see if you have Arizona in the top ten. Don't spoil it now. I'm curious to see, though, if you do. Fair enough. At number five, we got the New Orleans
0: Saints, and I'm going to be honest with you, John, this is a team that they're about a bad week away from me taking them out of this top ten entirely because they don't look the same. They looked solid against Tampa in week one, but again, this is Tampa, a a team with a new quarterback, a pretty much brand new, I don't want to say system, but a whole brand new look, and it's week one in COVID. They had no preseason. They had no real time to get together and figure each other out in real game scenarios and situations. New Orleans was able to beat that. They just dropped the game last week, and it wasn't one that they should have dropped. I got in my head that New Orleans is going to be able to pull this out, but Drew Brees looks like he's starting to age in the way that a quarterback should actually age. So I'm not sure how they're going to look going forward, but right now they're number five as far as this goes, and we'll see where they stand in another couple of weeks. Number four, John. John.
1: What's up, man? It's either Dallas or Arizona. Seattle Seahawks, number four, buddy. Seattle throwing me off
0: with that. So the one thing that's going to crush Seattle this year, and I can be blatantly honest with this, they have no pass rush. They have no pass rush. So they're going to really struggle to win games against the very best of the league. I don't see them really being higher on these power rankings than they are right now. I think that they will, um, Subsidiarily drop just because over time, they're going to play better teams. And as they're playing these teams, they're not going to be able to pull off the things that they've been pulling off, not only this year, but even most of last year. And it's because they have nothing that can get to a quarterback outside of my boy, LJ Collier. So, all right. Yes, yes. There's the plug. Yeah, I guess I got to shout
1: him out. So after uh, we got to bring him on, we got to bring him on the podcast.
0: Yeah, I would love to have a little sit down with LJ. And I don't know if did we bring this up in
1: the last episode that we did? I I don't know if we said that if we got to bring him on, but we got to send him a message. So if anybody's listening to this show and you got a connection,
0: (laughs) I just didn't know if i had even mentioned that he retweeted me. And I was so proud of myself. But point being Seahawks number four, I have a lot of doubts about what they're going to be able to do as much as I love them. I'm wearing a Seahawks shirt right now. I love my Seahawks, but I don't. I don't see a Super Bowl team there only because we can't create a pass rush, which you need in today's NFL. Number three, Green Bay Packers. Holy hell, does Aaron Rodgers look like a monster right now?
1: He's He's out for vengeance.
0: He is. They drafted a quarterback, and he said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it without receivers. I don't need them. He's just bombing on everybody right now. I think Green Bay is going to be. Uh, Better than I even predicted. I already had them winning the division, which is funny because I actually was considering when I made my standings for the year. Is it going to be Green Bay? Is it going to be Minnesota? I think it's already pretty clear at this point who's going to take that division. Number two, Baltimore Ravens. This will probably upset some people because the Ravens have played the best football of anybody this year. Lamar Jackson looks great. They have a great running game. Their defense is very much above standard. Secondary is phenomenal. I I don't know how they keep getting all these guys, but it's like everybody that they put in their secondary is just an automatic beast. Now, here's the thing, because obviously number one here is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. We don't need to sit here and beat around what that's going to be. The Ravens have looked better than the Chiefs so far in two weeks, but you have to show me that you're better than the Chiefs. The Chiefs have to either drop a couple games or the Ravens have to start blowing people out by 45 points every week for me to actually think you can take down the Chiefs when it comes time for the playoffs. The Chiefs are going to have to do a decent amount of work to get out of this number one spot. Now, granted, yeah, if they lose this week and the Ravens win, I'll swap them, but the Chiefs are going to be right there waiting to come back on that number one spot. I'm not worried about the Chiefs at all, where I am a little bit about the Ravens. I think they're going to look better. I think they're going to be the best regular season team this year, the Ravens. And I do think come playoff time, they will look better than they have so far in the last couple of years. But the Chiefs, Mahomes, show me. You got to show me. That's it. So, John, I know you didn't get your fix of knowing where the Cardinals ranked here. I'm still... yeah. I'm still a little cautious on them. They are currently fifteenth, fifteenth,
1: right ahead of your Cowboys, sixteenth. I was going to say, who's your honorable mentions? You don't have to go into depth, but who's your who's at the eleven, twelve, and thirteen? Then, so Houston's at eleven. They're zero
0: and two, but you know who they lost to—the number one and two teams. <laughs> I mean, True. what what did you expect? <laughs> so I. I'm still holding out faith. We're we're a little bit on the edge with them, but I still have them right
1: outside this top 10 because I do think they're is, that good. Is Brandon Cooks having a 1000-yard season? He resurrected himself last game. No. So,
0: at 12, I got the Las Vegas Raiders. They have looked good so far, and we'll see how that goes. I um I actually I'm still debating on which way I want to go with that particular game coming this week because the spread I feel like is a little bit too high for New England, but I also am not sure if the Raiders are going to keep showing up like this. But in the meantime, I'm enjoying the ride Uh, 13, by the way, is the Patriots who the Raiders do play. However, it is in New England. Granted, that only matters for so much with no real fan interaction, but it's also early in the season. I uh, we'll we'll see. I, I'm still debating on this one, but I got the Raiders twelve, the Patch 13.
1: Dang, man. All right. See the Raiders, the nice new, beautiful uh football stadium down there. Gruden's all fired up. Um <laughs> it looks so it, I'm sad I'm excited because see. it's not full with people. <laughs> I, well, even the other stadium. Who's got the other one? Was it the uh Chargers, like the five point something uh What was it? Billion dollar stadium, right? John, I'm going to be honest.
0: I don't even know if they have their new stadium yet. They they very well might. This might just be a note that I didn't pay attention to.
1: Who's ever in SoFi Stadium? That is who the heck is that? The Rams. SoFi Stadium, freaking five point six billion dollars or whatever the heck it was. It looks beautiful last year too, though. Oh, they were in it last year. Yeah. Oh, disregard. Okay, well, still kind of new. Maybe just COVID, you recognize it some more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair enough. So, John, we're going to
0: talk about last week's picks. We definitely had an upgrade because week one, we went one and four for what I gave you guys. This week, we went three and two. So we had a winning week. Wasn't ideal. I gave you the Rams. They pulled it off. I gave you Minnesota and damn it, Minnesota. i I don't understand how they're this bad right now. Um, We missed on Dallas covering four and a half against Atlanta. Granted, Dallas did come back somehow miraculously and win that game, but I didn't realize that they were going to be doing what they're doing right now, whatever that is. Uh, We gave you Green Bay as a win over Detroit by six and uh, San Fran crushing the Jets, which I think we're going to find a common theme here. So for the season, Just to keep everybody in tune, because like I said, I want to give you guys the three main categories that I keep track of with myself. My win-loss record just by picking winners through all the games every week. My overall spread picks for every week for where that standing lies and the over-under picks. Now, I'm going to be honest, too. As far as over-unders go, I don't honestly really care that much about how they go. So that that's one where I mean you're just going to get a bunch of weeks that are thirteen and three and then three and thirteen just because I I have an idea. It's hard to really tell exactly where everything's going to lie on an over under. Anyway, point being, win loss. I'm twenty five and seven for the year so far, John. So we're having a pretty solid win loss. Yeah, just picking who's going to win the game. I'm, I'm twenty five and seven. That's pretty damn good, dude.
1: Holy yeah, crap. Pretty happy about that one. Have you picked yeah. a lot of Cincinnati games? Just curious. Burrow looks pretty good. John, I pick every
0: game. That's what goes into this.
1: Oh, I know that. I, well, <laughs> I mean, for wins, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, I
0: had them losing both their games and they lost both their games. So, yes, I have Okay. It.
1: <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Joe Burrow does look very good, though. Um, As far as the spread goes, we're 14 and 18 overall. We were six and 10 week one. We split even eight and eight week two. So we'll see what week three brings here. And I'm going to be honest with you. I got a feeling this one's not going to go well because I've been looking over these picks. Oh, there are some tough ones to make a pick on just because one team's definitely better than the other but the other team already has the desperation factor in week three. This is a very tough week to make picks on because you're going to see some things that you wouldn't see in a few more weeks, but you will this particular week. So with that, we're going to dive right into that. First pick, they better not fail me. They better not fail me. Seattle? No, Houston. Houston. Needs to get their first win of the season. I got them plus four at Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh's favored to win by four points. John, I'm taking Houston because I do think Houston is a better team and they just have had to face the two best teams in the league. Of course, they're going to be 0-2. I feel bad for them, by the way, because they have this is going to be week three and they've played three top ten teams in the league. Like, when can they get Jacksonville or just anybody? (laughs) So that's going to be pick one for this week. I like Houston plus four because they need to start winning. I mean, yes, they can physically get by in their division if they go 0-3 because their division's not great, but they got to start winning. I got it happening beginning this week, and we'll see where it goes going forward because from 1-2, and two, you can do all sorts of different stuff. But at 0-3, you're already in must-win for the whole season. Well, not the whole season because you don't need to be 33, but point being Houston. I got San Fran minus four at the Giants. Giants aren't good. San Fran is. It's that simple. I I don't have another way to put this, it, especially just, with uh, the
1: running back getting injured.
0: So yeah, it, that kind of is. A- yes. Yeah, Saquon's out. Yeah. So as much as I would like to sit here and like give you a breakdown on this, it, no. I I don't need to. San Fran is more than four points better than the Giants. They will win
1: by more than four. Bring back Eli, baby. Bring back Eli.
0: (laughs) Going to be a little difficult. So pick three. We got the Colts minus 11 at home against the Jets. I don't like picking spreads that are this big, except that the Jets look like the worst team I have seen since the, uh, the Bills of like two years ago where they just lost every damn week. And even though I don't know if the Colts are good or not, I think everybody's going to stop on the Jets like this. I feel bad that I gave you guys a prediction of the Jets being seven and nine. I have now watched the Jets for two weeks.
1: That's what I'm saying to myself. That's what I'm like looking at you. I'm like, I remember you mentioning like seven and nine. So if you had to give a new prediction, what would you say at the end of the year? What their standings would be based on current day? I'm going to go ahead and say that the Jets are going to be like a
0: 3 and 13 or 4 and 12 kind of team. And where I will replace those wins is I will give the Skins one more win to a 4 and 12. And I will give the other, let's say, four to Jacksonville because I think they actually are a team. They're not going to be a playoff team, but I think they are a team. So. I I, I got to give your uh, your boy there Minshew. I got to give a little bit of credit. He's he's playing well.
1: So we're gonna move on to pick four here. We got hey, Arizona. Uh, real quick, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm just curious. Um, I think I've asked you before about Le'Veon Bell and stuff. But dude, what the heck happened to him? I haven't seen enough clips, and I, I just know in 2019, obviously 18 he sat out, 19 under a 1,000-yard season. This year, I mean, what the heck are we looking at here? So He's got John, six rushes for 14 yards. John, 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 John.
0: So where this struggle really comes from, it's two different things, one of which is that he did take time off. And when you take time off, once you're hot, You're not going to come back quite the same. It's very rare that that happens because you get into a certain particular rhythm where you can just keep coming out there and doing what it is that you've been doing. Additionally, John, keep in mind, he went from the Steelers to the Jets. You know what happens to players when they go from Steelers to the Jets? Their careers (laughs) die. And this isn't just like a joke that I'm making here. You you literally, you, now you have less talent all around you. You know that they're going to try to run the ball, and the defense is just going to key off on you because what else are they going to do? And you have a lesser offensive line, a lesser coaching staff. You have all the disadvantages in the world now. That's what happened to Le'Veon Bell. He shouldn't have taken oh. time off, and he shouldn't have signed with the damn Jets. That's what he should have done differently. Pick four, John. So pick four. We got Arizona minus five and a half at home against Detroit. This game, by the way, I just seem to recall week one last year, these two teams played and it was a tie. Hence why Arizona was five, ten and one last year. Now, Arizona is a significantly better team already. I, I don't want them to be good because holy hell, I don't want my whole division to be great. Like, I feel like my whole division's top 10 teams. I hate this, but Arizona is significantly better than Detroit. And the only hope that Detroit really has is that Kyler Murray is going to do the young kid thing, and he's going to come out there and just make mistakes. That's really all Detroit can hope for, because otherwise, Arizona is significantly more talented and better than Detroit. Pick five. Green Bay plus three at New Orleans. New Orleans is favored here. I got Green Bay. Now, you might have heard me kind of allude to this in the power rankings. New Orleans, I'm not sure if they're actually as good as I have come into the season thinking they are. Drew Brees doesn't look quite Drew Breezy enough. That defense is solid, but you got Aaron Rodgers coming. The offense is a little stagnant. Michael Thomas battling injury. I, I don't know. It feels to me like this might be a just pissed off Aaron Rodgers, who I swear is going to run through the whole league. Like, he's a calm guy. I don't know if you've ever heard him in an interview. He's a very relaxed person. Yeah. But I kind of feel like he's running around on the field with a icy glare in his eyes and a battle axe in his hand, and he's just taking out everybody. That's essentially what Aaron Rodgers is doing right now, and I got a feeling that that's exactly what he's bringing to New Orleans. So to recap the picks for this week, we got Houston plus four at Pittsburgh. We got San Francisco minus four at the Giants. We got the Colts minus 11 at home against the Jets. We got Arizona minus five and a half against Detroit, and we got Green Bay plus three against New Orleans at New Orleans. So... We'll see how this goes. We're going to try to keep this uh, this win-loss record up where it is. We're going to try to up the spreads, and we're going to do our best with the over-unders that I don't give you anyway because it doesn't really matter.
1: Hey, I like it. I like the picks, man. We're going to see how it goes. You're positive in choosing the winners. What did you say it was? 20, 25 and 20, 7. 25 and 7. Colbs, you're just going to have to start posting up all your picks. Just for all those yeah, people that two-legged Vegas I, uh, for the odds. Last week I went fourteen and two. See that that's freaking impressive. My God, what the heck?
0: Yeah, that, hold and, up. Let, let me let me tell you which ones I lost too, so that I can make this uh, make this real prevalent for the audience and for you, John. Who did I lose? Who did I lose? Who did I lose? Uh, I did have Minnesota beating Indy, which is why Minnesota is not going to be in my picks until I feel good about them again. Minnesota got crushed by Indy and uh, what's my other one? What's my other one? Uh, John filibuster for me. Oh, nope. Got it. I had new Orleans beaten the Raiders. They were the last game. I didn't even think to look that far down. I was like, there's no way it's going to be at the top or the bottom of the list here. So yeah, I lost on uh,
1: Minnesota and new Orleans yeah. Hey, all right. Well, don't, I mean, I can't really say anything. You're freaking you got the Vegas odds on your side, man. So that's some good stuff. <laughs> all right. I'm excited let's to see go what happens. And,
0: let's go ahead and get out of here. Make sure we save good time for our real show that we do. This is a nice little fun thing that we do. Give some people some NFL insight from Colve's the shifty hippo. With Woo. that said, let's uh let's get on out of here and we'll uh, we'll get together and put together another episode for you probably Sunday? Soon.
1: Monday? Yeah.
0: yeah. Sounds so good. we'll get something out there for you pretty soon. Should be out by, we'll say, somewhere between Tuesday and Wednesday and next week. As always, thank you for listening to Jacked and Canned. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube
1: at Jacked and Can. Presented by no one.